going to hit the recording button, Barbara. All right, and, let's do it. Um, we are recording a podcast, Justin Answer. This is Justin Dunn, and I am here with my good friend and fellow heartrepreneur. What is that? Uh, I'll leave you to find that out. Dr. Barbara Zuckerman Portsline. Dr. Portsline, hey, Barbara, is Hello. the founder of an incredible organization called Organizational Rebel. Now, what is that? I'm, we're going to discuss all of that in the upcoming 20 to 30 minutes. But what I want to say is that very seldom do I meet people who combine the intellect in business with intuition. Now, how do you teach that? Well, you almost can't. And that's why you got to spend the big bucks and work with <laughs> someone like Barbara or me uh, to be able to come in and see things that you cannot see within your business. It goes beyond the exterior viewpoint. It goes beyond that third party outside view because now we're talking about someone who has an ability to perceive things that are outside the normal perceptions of human beings. Now, what's the value of that? I think Barbara's gonna reveal to us what value that's brought to some of her clients but if I'm not mistaken, that's in the six and seven figures. Am I wrong? You are not wrong. You are not I wrong. I thought so. Welcome, Barbara. Thank you so much for joining me today. So glad I'm here. This is going to be a lot of fun. So I'm super jazzed about it. So am I, actually, because as I said in the intro, it's not that often that I meet people who combine those two things. I often meet people who are intuitives, and I often meet people who are intellects, mm -hmm. but put the two together. You get a nuclear explosion. I just explosion. need one more skill, and then I'm a triple threat. So I just need <laughs> one more. I'm not sure what that's going to be yet. <laughs> oh, I, I think we talked about it before we recorded. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you'll get there, and I'm sure you will. So I, why don't we start off? Because what I'd like to do today is, is for us to reveal your story, for us to find out who you are and, uh, you know, forget today and what you do, because that's obviously incredible. But bring us up to today. Why are you who you are? Why do we care about Dr. Barbara? I mean, seriously, you, you, where have you come from? That's a great question. Um, I could speak probably the entire interview on it, so I'll try to give you the short version. Yeah. Uh, but the short version is that I grew up in New York, and um, my parents actually were more of the hippie generation, and um, which was pretty fun. And it was also a little bit challenging because I grew up in a area in Long Island where most of the people there were not um, hippies. Most of the people there, you know, uh, had a lot of money and there were like very, uh, there was a very, it was a very materialistic place that I grew up in and my yuppies? family was not. Um, yeah, yuppies and princesses and all of that kind of fun stuff. So, um, yeah, and um, it was a little challenging as a child because I wanted all of these material things that everyone else had. And even though I had enough, I felt deprived. And it, it wound up uh, making me get to this place where I really spiraled out of control when I was on my own. So when I left my family and went to college and 
went out into the workforce, I wound up buying a whole bunch of stuff that I always wanted when I was younger. You know, I found credit cards and I found, um, you know, I was, rel yeah, I know, look at the big eyes there. I was relatively smart. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'm making decent money. I have all these credit cards. I can go and buy all this stuff I wanted. And um, I had really skewed view around things and people and, um, I purchased a lot of things to feel better about myself. Like I didn't realize at that time how how empty I was inside. And I literally went and bought a whole bunch of stuff, a whole bunch of stuff. And on the outside, it looked great. I had big time imposter syndrome. So on the outside, it looked great. I had everything that I could possibly want materialistically, but inside I was really empty. And um, one of the things that I did for many years was I worked like a crazy person. So I would work, 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 work. And um, I was not really connected to that intuitive uh, woo-woo side that I say, you know, I was very like left brain. Like I went to school, I got degrees, I certifications, I started my own business. I, you know, I was doing, 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 and I was really not connected to who I was at the core. And eventually it all just, um, turned to crap pretty much like I lost everything I lost my house I lost uh, you know I had to claim bankruptcy like everything was a disaster and I realized that I needed some help and support and I I just had never gotten it and so I wound up getting some help from um, some business coaches and um, I wound up quieting my mind just a little bit and going inside and finding this strength and this um, ability that I never knew I had. And I'll just leave it at that. So uh, yeah, no, I mean, that is, I that's absolutely fantastic because I think a lot of people can relate to that. I know I can. I know I, you know, as soon as I got out to university, I went to Northwestern in Chicago. I was like, woo, freedom. And then I'm like, all those things that mom and dad used to say, no, you can't, we can't afford that. We can't afford that. All of a sudden I'm like, oh, look at that. Uh, Citibank is offering free credit. So I'm like, yep. yay, I can now afford all these things. And I got myself into massive and heavy debt. And, um, you know, it's, it's, Delayed gratification is something I still work on, to be frank with you. You know, I'm, right. you know, I'm, uh, I, I put myself on the waiting list for that new Tesla truck. You know, <laughs> you only have to put down a hundred dollars. I know, right? I know. And like that's that. what I'm telling myself is that I only have to put down a hundred bucks. I can't afford the truck right now, but right. I'm telling myself I will be able to afford it in 2021 when it comes out. God will. Anyway, so, uh, so the point is, is that I can relate to that. And I know, I know so many other people can. I know so many people who uh, end up empty and suicidal because, uh, you know, that material stuff doesn't equal happiness. It helps. It's nice. You know, my grandfather said, you know, I'd, I'd rather be rich and sick than poor and sick. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, but at the same time, you know, I, I'd rather be happy above all else. And so uh, what do you want? What is it that you want to accomplish? So at that point in my life, um, it actually, you know, I went up and down, up and down for many years and things were a disaster. Um, and I lost a lot of relationships. I lost friends. I lost money. I lost all of these things. And I was at that point where um, I wasn't quite suicidal, but I, I was at my lowest point and I really didn't know what I was going to do. And um, 
something kicked in, you know, when you're at that point, when you're at that like rock bottom point, you know, you, you do, you make a decision, you know, am I going to go on or am I going to just, you know, leave this planet or what am I going to do? And something kicked in that was like, I don't know if you call it like, you know, I, I, it wasn't like, it wasn't like the angel singing over my head, but it was one of those kind of transformational experiences where it was like, quiet your mind, listen for guidance and see what's next. And I wound up meeting all of these people that were super woo woo and like, um, just complete, like, you know, I grew up in like this very sheltered area in, in Long Island. And it was like, you know, anyone that did anything that I didn't understand was woo woo. Anyone that went outside was granola. You know, I had all of these like ideas in my head, you know, um, and somehow I just kept meeting all of these people that were healers and, um, you know, massage therapists and doctors of oriental medicine and like all of these people were near me and I'm like what the hell I'm like they all are here to fix me and I'm like oh I'm one of them and so finally I was able to you know get that switch flipped and when I did that I realized that part of my passion is to help people have the short road because I took the long road to get to a business that was really that is really sustainable and that's intentional and that makes money and I wanted to like cut that process for people and I realized I didn't want people to go through all of the pain that I did I wanted them to be able to do things quickly and so that's really what my purpose is is to help entrepreneurs and business owners like break through whatever their perceived blocks are and I say perceived because I don't really see them as blocked I, I see them as things that are you know that they perceive and show them that they can move through that as long as they're intentional because I think um, you know we have this thing where like um, you can be super intentional like I want to manifest a million dollars I'm gonna do my mantras every day I'm gonna go out there and you know I've tried it and it doesn't flip and work and I've also taken a ton of action and throwing spaghetti against the wall and like tried to make things stick and that didn't work either <laughs> you did that too so I really feel like you need both you need intention and action to make that magic in your business and that's really what I teach people that's fantastic obviously because um I've tried exactly what you've tried and I can say, do you know what? It doesn't work either. <laughs> There's yeah. something else that is working that's creating the solutions. Either that or I am Satan incarnate with super negative <laughs> thoughts I'm not aware of because, because if, if that stuff was actually true, then, you know, I, 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 I've literally spent six hours a day, you know, with all the, those, you know, mechanisms yep. and still, you know, and so maybe karma, you know, there's, there's probably a thousand different explanations for it. The bottom line is, is if you can help us with the short road to success, as opposed to the scenic route with all the pitfalls and snake bitten, you know, that's, that's, that's what everybody wants is um, not a shortcut, but if you have two paths in front of you, and the scenic route is not the pleasant one. That's the one that leads to the abyss. And you have this other one that is, you know, relatively painless, not effortless, but painless. You have intention, you have action, and then you have manifestation. Yep. I, A, M, I am 
Mm-hmm. You that there you go. That's a. <laughs> I like yep. to. I'm thinking woo woo now. So what yeah. are you dealing with? So what 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 kind of stuff do you are, are you dealing with, Barbara, right now? Because we're this is this is about you. Um, okay. We get that you can create transformational and huge results for other people, and we're gonna obviously talk a tiny bit more about that in a minute. But what about you? What are you dealing with right now? It's a great question. So I'm. 2020 is really interesting for me. Um, it's you know, I'm being called to pivot in the work that I do a little bit. And um, it's a little scary for me because for several years, I've really worked in one uh, in one area. I've been helping business owners break through their perceived blocks to increase their income. And that has been my focus. And it comes in many, many different um, different packages and different ways. And I uh, partner with Terry Levine, who you interviewed as well, and a lot of work for Heartrepreneur. And so that has been my main focus. But I actually have had a personal crisis this past fall, which um, has shifted things for me. And so I'm in this place where I still love the work I do. I still know that that's my passion and my purpose. And I um, am being called to pivot to help families in a different way, which is really, really interesting. I'm not ready to like blast out, you know, all my new ideas yet. I still have to talk to uh, my business coach and talk to her and all of these things first. But it's really interesting because um, uh, what, one of the things I had learned from Terry was about having one focus, one goal. And you, you know, you have one thing that you're focusing on, one thing that you're good at, and then it's like spirit, universe, whatever it is, is calling me and like he is like hitting me over the head with these spiritual two by fours. Like, yeah, you want to do that? No, we're going to make you do this. No, we're going to give you this. So um, me personally, just like everyone else, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I sometimes battle with what is my true path and mine is shifting a little. I'm so glad you said that because if someone as successful as you, uh, with a track record like you, with a title like yours, doctor, you know, you know, so seriously, there's there's credentials there. There's there's something there. We may some people disrespect that kind of stuff. You know, my uh, my old piano teacher used to say PhD stands for piled higher and deeper. You know, I, I agree with that. Sometimes. You know, and I, I get it. I I really do get it because I I considered going that route myself, and then and then I saw people. And, uh, you know, and I interviewed uh, Dr. You know, oh, I, I, I won't say his name because I don't want to defame anybody, but I interviewed a, a, a famous philosophy professor. I took him to coffee uh, with my mom, you know, and, and, and I had his book and, and, and I realized after an hour, the guy could not philosophize. He had a beard. Mm-hmm. He had a. He looked like a he philosopher. Looked yeah. But but and he was a, an encyclopedia. I mean, he could tell you what page Aristotle said what. Love it. But he could not construct a philosophical concept. Uh, he could not generate an idea. He could only quote and tell you who said what, and he was very good at that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I want to be able to actually do the philosophizing. You know, I want to be the next, I mean, I'm not positing myself or positioning myself as like Plato or Aristotle, but I'm saying I want to be be the next, you know, Socrates. I don't want to just be the guy who knows everything Socrates said, because then I'm just what? Then I'm an actor who's memorized his lines. 
right. which I did for 10 years. So I, that's when I said, I don't want that because whether it's economics, whether it's communication, whether it's philosophy, whatever the field of subject is, I don't want to be the guy who just is able to parrot what other people said. I want to yeah. be able to share my own and original ideas. And, uh, you know, and so that I can completely relate to that. And I can completely relate to that sort of internal um, sort of, uh, you know, topsy-turvy, hurdy-gurdy you're going through right now. Because yeah. I'm, I, me too, I'm going through the same thing myself. I'm just like, what do I want to do in my life, you know? So I think it's a great opportunity for, for people like us because um, I will share with you the idea that I had. And I will share with you something else. I'm going to use a little prop. I don't know why. I'm not a magician, great. but I have a magic wand. I and so it. I, I, you have spheres of influence. This is an interview. I should not be doing this. I apologize. No, this is totally fine. <laughs> so, because I'm thinking for myself, I'm a bit selfish. I'm thinking for myself too. So you have, I do this, and you have to be focused on one thing. But what if what we're saying is not, I want to focus here now, something completely different. What if what we're actually saying is, I'm focused, this is my focus now, and now I'm focusing here. So in other words, my sphere is just becoming larger. So for example, instead of saying, I'm a business strategist, say, well, actually I focus on information, inspiration and ideation and innovation. Well, that could be in business, that could be in health, that could be in relationships. It's not losing, in my opinion, it's not, and I could be dead wrong about it. Don't get, I'm, I'm no, you know, I'm not in the league of, or pretending I'm in the league of a Terry Levine or a Joel Bauer with uh, mentoring and coaching people. But what I'm trying to reconcile in my own mind is, am I, am I losing focus or is my vision just getting bigger? Yep. And mine is just pivoting. It's like a little, you know, it's not like a whole... Mm -hmm. Um, 360 is like a just a little pivot but I think it's powerful and I think that that's what happens with entrepreneurs you know you go down one route and all of a sudden something feels like you might want to just pivot over a little bit to something else and so what yeah, what is that what is that in, so what is that in what you were in what you're currently doing what is it that you hit that made you sort of pivot that you you hit it and then you're like oops and it sent you off to the left um, for for me, I just I had a family crisis mm -hmm. that um, I needed some supports and some things in my state, which there aren't any, and that to me led me to feeling like that's something that's really important to help again help other families not go through what I went through. Similar as with business, you know, not to have business owners go through what I went through when there's a much more uh, efficient and quicker way to get to the goal and so that's um, that's kind of what I'm doing now with this other uh, venture that I'm looking at is about helping families again which is you know business um, personal everything is helping families find a quicker and easier way to get to what their goal is and yeah for me it's just it's just more of the same it's just a little bit of a pivot and um, it's exciting it's exciting you know uh, making a difference in people's lives and making things easier uh, I feel like one of the things that 
I have throughout my life, I've been put here, I've been challenged many, many times. And each time, uh, regardless of what trauma, drama, whatever it has been in my life, I always find something that's, that's a learning that I wish I would have known before or I wish I could have done something differently. And passing that on is part of my higher spiritual gift to folks, whether it's relationship advice, personal advice, business advice, all of those things. I've been through a lot and um, I wouldn't change any of it because it's it's helping me help others. That's, again, very fantastic because a lot of people either retain those lessons selfishly or they don't even learn the lessons or they let those kind of trauma dramas uh, mm -hmm. cave them in, shut them down, and there you go. So yeah. turning that into an opportunity is really, really cool. And what you're doing when, when it comes to you realize there was an issue that you didn't get help with mm -hmm. and you now want other people to have help with that. Yep. That's a winning combination right there. I mean, that's as a, as a quick example. When I when I was advising uh, a charity here locally, that's that's how I did it. I said, look, there's a gap in the market. If you want to win your funding, if you want to win your charitable status and, and, and become a bona fide uh, nonprofit organization with funding, then you need to fill this gap that has been abandoned for the last three years. You do that and they'll throw the money at you because you do everything else that you're, you're trying to do here and they won't give you money because they're just going to say you don't need money for that you could if it's just to create a social group for, for people like that in that category just do it you don't need money for that just go and hang out at the bar or whatever <laughs> so so if you want if you want the funding you need to fill that gap and that's exactly what they did in, in last may and it worked, I mean, it worked very quickly and very well because they got their status, they got the funding and things are really rock and rolling now. Uh, was it six, eight months later and they're, they're expanding and growing and, and I'm expecting it to continue because they are providing a legitimate bona fide service here locally. And it's, it's a small, I mean, there's, there's a quarter, quarter of a million population here in Nottingham roughly. So it's not a huge, giant city right but right. it is a city with needs and and this this charity is servicing those needs in a meaningful way um and so that's how we figured it out though we said yeah. what's missing and now how do we make sure that people aren't continuing to suffer and that's exactly what you're doing and so that um that's almost like you know is 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 am i on the right track is am i perceiving is that what you're doing absolutely Absolutely. It's about really having my eyes open mm -hmm. and seeing what those needs are. And then um, a lot of times it's easier to fix other people's stuff than to look at your own. And so I couldn't see it when I was in it, how to how to fix things. But now that I have a step back, it's like, yeah, this is, you know, there's a need here that um, I'm working on. And, you know, it, it's something, so what I'm doing, I mean, not to be like super secretive, because I really haven't, I haven't, um, haven't spoken it yet that it's going to happen, but it's, there's a need that I'm seeing in a lot of the business owners that I work with, which is confidence. And I'm seeing that with kiddos too, after some things that happened in, in my world. And so that's really, um, it's really interesting because 
I work with business owners on confidence. Like that's a very important thing. Like it's, you know, to have a business, you have to have a level of confidence. You have to be able to speak your truth and say how you feel and, you know, hold firm and set boundaries and all of these things that, um, I really think is instrumental in growing a business. And I see it in families too. I see like there's just so much in our system that is broken a lot of times and people don't have the confidence to advocate for themselves and to make changes. And so the, those are, that's really the biggest piece for me lately, like helping people really step into their power and feel like they can do whatever it is they wanna do. And I think that's great. And, and, and partly it's because the, the family is realistically speaking. Mm-hmm. And I know that our definitions of family have stretched and changed and modified over the years. And that's great. But regardless of all of that, the family is the building block of society. I think, and this is just my opinion, that the concept of it takes a village is damaging. Mm-hmm. And here's the reason why. It's not that community support isn't necessary. It absolutely is. It's not that it doesn't take a community to thrive, flourish, prosper, and have a successful family. It it does. But the community is built from families. And the, the reason that concept has done some damage is because Many people, and I know this for a fact, I've spoken to friends who, who believe this, say that the, the, they, they now disregard the family as something not important, mm-hmm. as something that is not important. Maybe they had a broken home and so they didn't have a good example of a, that doesn't negate the importance of a family. Yep. It's the building blocks of the society. And so if you can do things to help, to bolster, to nurture families, mm-hmm. you are then automatically nurturing, building the village, the society, whatever you want to call it. Because yeah, it takes a village, but there ain't no village without the families. It's not going to be composed of a bunch of individuals. That's not going to happen. That's, 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 a, that's a failing philosophy and outlook. And, you know, I... It's, it's fine if I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. No, so, I agree with you. I absolutely agree with you. I think. So what's the plan then, Barbara? What's the what's the plan? <laughs> what's well, the plan? Let me, let me uh, get my pencil and try to figure it all out. Because uh, that's I don't fine. Yeah, I mean, I, obviously, I I know that some of the things you're not ready to reveal yet. So I'm not asking you to reveal yeah. the specific details. But you know, so the, the the question is really, what's what's your plan going forward? Is it to to you know figure it out? Get the, you know, like like you said, get the pencil out, create a business, you know, whatever, whatever it is, I'm just trying to find out where we're at now. So, um, it's a great, it's, it's a great question. So right now, um, I'm, I'm already doing the work. I'm helping people, um, rewrite their stories is a big piece of it. Like, you know, how you said, like not everyone had a great family and all of this stuff. And I think it, um, I heard, I think it was, um, at one of Joel Bauer's things actually where he said like you know there's an expiration date where you st- stop blaming your family for all of your problems or your parents or whatever yeah. that is and so helping people like you know move through whatever they've been through you know whatever the trauma and drama is and rewriting that story and part of it is a little woo woo there is some choice of 
you know, I'm not going to live in that old story anymore. You know, I'm not, I'm not three years old anymore, or six years old. I'm 40 years old or 50 years old. I can choose the, my path. And so helping people do that. And at the same time, um, getting the confidence to build their businesses and all of those things that I've done before. But I do feel like there's a big part of rewriting your story, recognizing all of your gifts, and then redesigning your business or your life or whatever it is in a systematic and intentional way. And that's, that's what I've always done and that's what I always will help people with. Um, I think what happens is a lot of times people just go straight to like fixing their business. So they'll hire someone and say, oh, fix my business, but they have so much junk that they haven't worked through, that they haven't, you know, they haven't processed and they haven't rewritten that story or really know what they're good at and getting that confidence again. So helping people find all of that before they just go, I'm gonna, you know, get a business plan and then I'm gonna go forward and be successful. Most of the time that doesn't happen they have a lot of junk still so it's kind of my purpose as well that's the, is so is that the kind of conflict that you experience along the way or is there something else that comes you know well even for myself you know rewriting my story like I had to rewrite my story so many times and even now as I'm thinking about pivoting into a new direction with things it's it's about like saying you know can I do this am I equipped you know do I really have the skills you know I'm 50 years old I just turned 50 this year it's like a milestone year I'm like ah uh, you know can I rewrite my story at 50 can I rewrite it at 60 can I rewrite it at 80 and the answer is yes you can change it at any time. And so helping people to do that, and that's what's in store for me too. I'm the process, you know, this year for some reason, I just feel, uh, feel like getting really organized and just finding a new path is super important. That's a great thing in, in 2020. You know, they say hindsight is 2020. Yep, they sure do, or 2020 vision. I got my 2020 vision out there. You got there. 2020 vision, hindsight is 2020, but it sounds like foresight might be 2020 yeah. as well. So I, I'm looking forward to that and looking forward to seeing what you're doing. So let's take a look at, um, you know, what have you achieved? What, what do you, you know, we, we alluded to it earlier. So you work with clients and thus far you, you've achieved a lot with people. So, have. so have. I know we have a lot of aspirations to, to, help families and all that but let, let's now celebrate a little bit of what you've been able to do uh in terms of your your existing accomplishments and clients so so barbara what have you achieved? just what brag you... about stuff say like brag. yeah i want you to brag a little bit what end result what end result have you achieved so it's not about oh i got them a couple more customers it's what's the end result that we're talking about that's a, it's, it's a really good question. I've helped people build sustainable, sustainable businesses um, that they love, that are in alignment with their sole purpose. That to me is, um, is everything because I, I don't know about you, but I worked in so many of those places that were crappy for years. You know, I remember like that mm. Sunday night, like all the anxiety, like, oh, I gotta go to work tomorrow. I feel sick. I hate all those people. Like, yeah, all that blah. And helping people, I've helped people leave their, not lose their jobs, leave, <laughs> maybe that too, leave their jobs and start businesses aligned with their sole purpose. I mean, that's, that's the ultimate and they're successful businesses. And so every time I have a client that, you know, leaves me a testimonial, I had one last night that put a testimonial on my Facebook page, you know, unsolicited and telling me how we work together. She got six clients right off the bat. She has four more and her business is up and running. Like that just, 
makes my heart feel so good because I, I just know that people can do it. I think that's one of my gifts is I can see the possibilities for people. I will look at someone and say like, Justin, you should be a speaker. You should be on like stages all across the world. And you know, you, you might say like, oh, well, I know mean, you would probably say yes, of course I should. But someone else, yeah, like the eyebrow raise. But other people might be like, no, who me? You know, and I can see the possibilities for people and then I can help them get there. And that to me is so exciting when like someone says yeah Barbara I kind of always wanted to do that but I don't know how to start and helping them get there is you know that's that's just that's, it's, that's, it's that's so a wonderful important. thing to do because uh, I, the, the way I phrase it because I do the same thing is that I, I look at people at how they can become not how they are right so 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 not how they be but what they can become and and I always have done that and 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 my favorite example of that is uh uh, is when I was managing this uh, young fellow at Disneyland Paris and he was he's literally he's about to, they were about to fire him for gross misconduct I won't get into all the details okay. of it you know HR and all that but you know the, he, he was literally the discussions among the management was he's he's fired he's gone and um, and, and I was like you know let, let, let me try because I could see what he could become. I saw that, I, I get that you got a recalcitrant, annoying, back-talking, you know, uh, policy violating, you know, you, you, got a, you got a bad steed and a bad apple right there, but it's not always true, but I could totally see with this one, what he could become so I, said, yeah. just leave him with. so I said just give me two weeks and so I took two weeks and and um I won't tell all the story because obviously this is this interview is about you but the short <laughs> okay. version is is within two weeks they didn't fire him he was doing not only great but very quickly he had Facebook fan page set up for him because he was so de delighting his customers and uh, he was then promoted to management and uh you know last i heard he's in senior management at, at, in, in the same industry in the theme park industry in his home country in holland but um but this is this would have been a career ending situation to be fired for gross misconduct negligence and health and safety violations uh he that, that would have been the end for that industry um and and now he's a leader in the industry amazing i mean that that kind of thing is is you know I, but it was it was it was simple it wasn't it wasn't complicated. All, all it was is I could see what he could become. Mm -hmm. I could see that he could become this phenomenal, amazing, you know, leader and staff member. And I, and not just what was in front of me. So that's all it was. It wasn't hard. It wasn't like hard at all. I remember when I was a kid and I just wanted to like stay home from school or something and I was sick and you know all I wanted was my mom to be like yes just stay home you look sick today instead of like you know having to like beg and put the thermometer up near the light. Oh you so did that too. Yeah. <laughs> hundred and whatever like 106 I didn't even know you could live like that you know but like all I wanted was permission and sometimes I, I do feel like that's what people need. They, they need someone to see the vision 
and to tell them how they're gonna, you know, how they can get there and believe in them. And again, it goes back to that confidence piece, which is so important because there are so many times throughout our, our life where we're told we can't do this or we're stupid for having these dreams or, you know, that's for somebody else and all of that kind of stuff and it just sticks with you. So it's like for you to really like dream big again and remember what is it that you want to do and have someone confirm that you actually can get there that's huge for folks and i really do feel like that's a big part of the work um you know of course not telling people things they can't do i mean like, but if you can see it and if you can help them see it it's it's amazing it's amazing what can happen that happens time and time again with my clients you know i look at someone they come into my office or i, I meet with them virtually and i literally can see like i can see over their head what their blocks are what's preventing them from walking into their power and a lot of times i'll say things and people will burst out into tears which which is not a really good you know it's not a great marketing tool like hey everyone work with me they'll burst out into tears but but just from that that, like relief that someone actually sees who they are I actually had to get an office because of it like I was meeting people in coffee shops and then I'd be like oh my god you should do this and they're like you know burst yeah. into tears I'm like "Ooh, I probably need to get like a private area to talk to them but that's what all folks that's what folks need sometimes and what does that mean to them? What, is the, what does that mean to them when you're able to, you know, so they're able to have this business, they're able to go in this direction that they've always dreamed of going in. So the, the, they're transformed. So what does that mean? What does that mean to them? And what does that mean to you? It's that peace and freedom, you know, and I think a lot of times we, we feel trapped, you know, we feel trapped in our own, we, whether we do it to ourselves or we think someone else is trapping us or whatever it is. And this feeling of not feeling trapped, feeling like there are options and being able to just pivot or shift or change um, your path and not feeling stuck. Like I had one client and I was working with him and I said to him, he was in finance and I'm like, every time I talk to you, I feel like you hate your, you hate what you're doing. He's like, well, I don't really love it. And I'm like, okay, so if you know, if you were ignoring like your logical mind and you could do anything you wanted, what would you do? And he said, I want to have a flower shop. And I'm like, okay, so why don't you have a flower shop? And he's like, well, I told my family I would go into finance. They were in finance and I'm a man of my word. And there's like all of this stuff there. I'm like, you can't be a man of your word and change your mind. You can't be a man of your word and live your dream. And like, so we had to break stuff down. So he actually felt like, wait a second, I don't have to, you know, I don't have to stay in this box forever. I can shift, I can do something different and I still can be a man of my word. I can change my mind. And I think a lot of times people don't feel it. And so the relief that these that my clients have when someone actually says it's okay and I'm going to walk I'm going to hold your hand and walk you through that process so you're successful. That's amazing. It is. It's really fun. I mean, I love it. I really do. It's just um it's, you know, it's part of why I'm here. And so, you know, I feel like a lot of the things that I went through although they were awful, really prepared me for helping other people because I can connect with folks and I can relate to them. And um, I can I can hear anything, which is kind of fun. Like, I don't get surprised by anything anymore. I mean, people come in my office and they're like, I want to be like a shaman. And then someone else is like, I want to own a multi-million dollar, you know, business consulting thing. I'm like, nothing surprises me. Nothing surprises me. So it's That's fun. so cool. 
Well, Barbara, this is uh, this is the end. So before I uh, finish off for today, is there anything that you would like to say, to ask, to leave our listeners, viewers? Because if, if, if the video looks good, I'll throw it on YouTube. Um, is there anything you'd like to leave us with? Um, just that um, you can rewrite your story, that you can rewrite your story and you can shift it at any time in your life. And um, yeah, I, I just feel like that's the most important thing is to realize that you can. That's beautiful. And? And? If anybody would like to get in touch with you and inquire about your services, they products. Can go to drbarblive.com, D-R-B-A-R-B-L-I-V-E.com, drbarblive.com. And I do um, a free discovery session with folks, a calibration session, if they, um, after they fill out an application. So I would love to do that so if anyone can needs any help. Get a taste of Barb, Dr. Port's line. They can get a taster. Yep. And if they like what they have, they can move forward. It's cost-free and risk-free. Yep. And if they don't like it, then there's oh well. nothing, no, 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 no love lost. It's 30 I mean, minutes it's okay. of your time. 30 it's minutes okay. of time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it's, and, and, and the ben and, and there's only benefits that come of it because they've at least discovered something that they're not going to do. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Which is okay. Do you know what? It's okay. I'm not for everybody. You're not for, it's fine. It's fine. But the point is, is that uh, people should go to find out more to drbarblive.com. Yep. D-R-B-A-R-B-L-I-V-E.com. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you.